0: Welcome back to another episode of the Supporting Local Podcast. I'm Cara Saunders and today we're chatting to Lindsay from Pumple and Goose. She does the most gorgeous letterbox brownies, cakes, biscuits, you name it. She does it and they're absolutely delicious. In this week's episode, we are going to be chatting about how she was spreading positivity in such a negative time that was 2020, working with and supporting other local businesses and growing the brand whilst keeping it personal. And if you want to go have a nosy at What Bubble and Goose Do, all the links for everything will be in the description. so You can go and have a little shop, have a little browse over on their Instagram and also check out this podcast on Facebook or Instagram. It is supporting the podcast and we share also info about all of our guests, past and present. Also, if you're enjoying this podcast and I hope you are, please go over to Apple Podcast or wherever you listen and leave us a review. It means the world to me and you can let me know what you think and also who you want me to chat to next. And let's go chat to Lindsay. I am Lindsay. I'm 44. I'm married to James and
1: we have a 20-year-old daughter. Oh, three <laughs> Labradors and a cat called Henry. So I worked for the NHS for nearly 18 years. Wow initially as a nurse and then the last 12 years as a health visitor so supporting new mums and their babies right through until they went to school so then uh, life took a bit of a unpleasant turn for James and I and we had a series of miscarriages four and that made well the grief and the isolation and the anxiety and everything that came with that awful time in our life just made health visiting too difficult. Mm-hmm. And I was just not in a good place at all. I was anxious. I was grieving. And I just didn't have anything to give to the mummies that I was working with. Yeah. So in typical Lindsay fashion, I resigned without a plan. Um, <laughs> you do when you've got a, a, a mortgage and you know life but I just I couldn't do it anymore it was just such an awful awful dark time and I was in such a, a terrible place and my mom and, and my husband said to me look you can't keep doing this it's just awful Um, you're you know you're, you're just hurting yourself so I resigned and then I took quite a while a number of months probably about a year at home, just recovering and and, and trying to feel better about, about life. And while I was doing that, I had cognitive behavioral therapy. Mm-hmm. And my therapist, Alistair, told me that I needed to stop sitting on my sofa every day, watching TV, <laughs> and that I needed to find something to channel my energies in and to, to channel my kind of my, my mind. He said, you know, you used to having a career, you're used to being out at work every day, and, and, and now you're not. And he said, an idle mind is an anxious mind. An anxious mind is an idle mind. An anxious mind is an idle mind. (laughs) So I started to bake, which is something that I had done as a child with my mum and something that I always would have done kind of occasional Sunday. I would have baked some stuff and taken it into work or, you know, baked something for for the house. But I started to bake kind of regularly, nearly kind of with fervor because it was something to do because I found when I was baking, I was thinking about what I was doing and I wasn't thinking about the losses that we'd had and, and how awful life was at that time. So it became a bit of a kind of baking every day, baking lots. (laughs) And my husband said, Lindsay, we're on one income and you're baking it all away. (laughs) Do you think that maybe we could look to sell some things? Mm -hmm. Um, So we kind of thought, well, you know, maybe I could make a few birthday cakes and a few bits and pieces. And a couple of times I had posted stuff to my sister who lives in Edinburgh. We thought, well, you know, we could post brownies to her. Why can we not post them to other people? So that was where it kind of, the, the idea evolved from. And I think life's funny like that. You don't always know what's in store for you and you can plan and plan and plan, but, but sometimes life takes its own route. This was all kind of just a handful of months pre-pandemic and we were just getting off the ground and my husband had built us a, a website. Then the pandemic happened and I thought, oh dear, well, this is dead in the water before yeah. it it's started, but it was completely and utterly the opposite once we realized that we were allowed to stay open because we were a food business. It just went completely and utterly insane. Uh, We were inundated with orders and it was lovely because there were lovely orders. We were sending gifts to people who couldn't see their loved ones, who couldn't see their, their friends and so it was so nice because I kind of felt like we were the facilitator we we were able to send things on behalf of people and we were doing no contact doorstep deliveries of cakes you know popping cakes in people's doorsteps from you know their family that couldn't be with them and there was just so much positivity around that at such an awful 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 time which was lovely for us because well just the the world is such a dark place and it was a lovely lovely way for us to really get our business going to Mm -hmm. have so much positivity and then we did a Collaboration with Sketchy Mama Anna Lewis. Mm-hmm. She's a Cornish-based illustrator. So we did a collaboration with her, and she drew some designs that we put on our biscuits. We called it the Friendship Bundle, and we were sending these friendship bundles all over the UK and all over Ireland. Again, friends who haven't been able to see each other for months and months and months. So yeah, it's been really, really lovely. And Bumble and Goose has just really kind of taken off. It's not just me anymore. I now have a team of five that wow. work with me. As well. So yeah, in such a short space of time.
0: That's fantastic. So did you start in cakes then? Did you start straight away cakes? And then did you start to expand to, I know you do cupcakes and biscuits. How was the kind of process so for expanding?
1: My initial thought was that we could make cakes and do bits and pieces for children's birthday parties because, you know, lots of my friends and kids would be saying, oh gosh, it's such a, you know, hard work trying to think of things and trying to organise everything. And we thought that that would be a good way to, to start. And then we'd started to kind of look at, at doing wedding Cakes and and dessert tables for weddings. But then all of those things were very quickly knocked on the head. And that was when we realised that if Bumble and Goose was going to survive the pandemic, going to survive at all, we needed to... Totally rethink the way we were going to, to go about things. And that was when we realized that if we can turn everything into an e commerce based model, then we were widening our audience. Mm-hmm. And, and that was what we really needed to do. The other thing as well was that we realized very quickly that there were lots and lots and lots of businesses that wanted to be able to keep in touch with and connect with their employees and also with their clients. But again, everything was remote. So a huge part of what we do now is um, corporate gifting, okay. um, both for employees. Employees and for clients. So, lots and lots and lots of big, well known businesses have been in touch with us and we have sent gifts to their staff on their behalf. Hello, you're working from home. We haven't forgotten about you. We appreciate you. Oh, you're that's so
0: lovely.
1: Really, really lovely. An NHS trust contacted us and we sent hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of biscuits to various locations throughout England. Again, thank you. We really appreciate you. You're awesome because you just get such a really nice feeling about doing something like that because, you know, especially me having worked for the NHS. Yeah. And I think, you know, how nice it would be to be working on a ward and for gifts to arrive from, you know, your employer to say, wow, you guys are great. You know, we really appreciate you. And those are the ones it means quite a lot to me to be able to do things like that. We did gifts um for the neonatal unit and the the Royal. We've done a couple of those and for other hospital wards and nursing homes and things as well. And it's just something so special about that, because you know that those are the people that, I've had a really, really difficult year and a half yeah. um, to be able to do something to facilitate people kind of showing support and appreciation for them is, is lovely. So yeah, I didn't really answer your question about expanding <laughs> our products, but that, that was why we kind of, we knew we had to evolve and things that post well were biscuits, brownies, mm-hmm. those kind of things. So at the minute we're looking at expanding our range. Um, oh,
0: fantastic. Um,
1: yes. So currently we are working on our packaging solutions for Cookies and also for um, cake truffles. Wow! So had a terrible, terrible couple of weeks. <laughs> sample of all of these recipes. It's been. Terrible, really I'm sure. bad. So yes, we were sampling some Malteser cake truffles today. Oh, delicious. Covered in dairy milk chocolate. So, oh, it awful. It it's awful. It's a hard terrible. life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so how do you come up with your new ideas or products and everything? Do you kind of look at what's out like there or do you just kind of experiment and come up with something delicious and just go for it? Suppose I'm a little bit...
1: Maybe it's a little bit selfish, but I only make things that I think are really good. That's um, probably 95% of the things that we send are gifts. So I kind of think to myself, if I was going to receive something in the post, I would want it to be something really lovely. Yeah. Um, so That's why we've, you know, we really went to town on our packaging and it's really luxurious. It's all this beautiful gold lining and, and pink or black boxes. And it just, you just know you're getting a treat when it arrives in the post and then equally there's no point having beautiful packaging if what's inside doesn't taste really good so to me if it doesn't taste oh my goodness I can't wait to have another one of those good then it's not good enough yeah Um, so we don't have an enormous range because I think I'd rather keep a kind of a small select range of things that we do really really well and that taste really amazing rather than have you know 200 things that are all okay yeah we've been working at the recipes for the cookies for ages and We've nailed about six flavors, which we're all agreed that are just really fabulous, and we've really tested them to the extreme. So we <laughs> can by that. And I think that that's what's really important to me—that what we do, people taste it and go, "Oh my goodness, that is amazing!"
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, because part of me thinks, "Oh, wasted calories—you know, eating a bun that doesn't taste nice is just pointless." You're um, bun than to eat something that's that's not good. So and it's also really important to me that we source as much of our ingredients locally as we can. We get our butter and our eggs from local farms and um, our flour is um, sourced locally as well. And and that's really important and our packaging is sourced locally too. I think it's really important for us to support local businesses. We want people to support us and we want to be able to do the same in return.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think that's one thing you really see from small businesses. Like they're so conscious on being like super eco-friendly and ethical and also supporting as many other businesses as they can which is really lovely to you know as you say kind of give you support another business and then they'll support you and it all swings around.
1: Now that I have a business I can understand that feeling of, of running a business and, and knowing how important it is to support each other mm-hmm. and that's the thing we're all you know everybody's business is, is unique and different and you know we, so we did festival food boxes for the Open House Festival this last few weeks in collaboration with the Mallow Makers and with the artisan cheese monger. Mm-hmm. And it was lovely because, you know, again, both locally based businesses, three of us all working together to make these gorgeous, delicious um, food boxes for everybody going to the Open House Festival. And it's just so lovely because those businesses have things that they do that we can learn from. We do things they can learn from. And, you know, we kind of work together and bounce ideas off each other. And yeah, I do. I think it's so important to be able to, to support each other. And we've always got something to learn. There's always something yeah. new. There's always something to, to learn from each other. So
0: I know. I think it's so interesting. Like, kind of, as you say, with the marshmallow makers, like, obviously, they really focus on marshmallows. Mm-hmm. Although it's not something that you do, there's still loads of things you can learn from it. Although they're both food, so it is kind of slightly similar. But I just think it's so interesting. Like, I know last year, and I think they're doing it again this year. Sarah Ceramics and Olivia's Haven did a big collaboration. So Olivia makes candles and Sarah makes mugs and uh, wax burners and everything. Yeah, they're gorgeous. Mm -hmm. I was chatting to them and they said, you know, they learn so much from each other, even though what they do is completely different. I find collaborating so special and so interesting.
1: It is. It's lovely. And it's, it's very flattering. And it's, you know, it's a privilege to be able to work with another business. Yeah. Yes, I, I ordered one of Sarah's mugs. I was sitting on ready to hit the button <laughs> when she released them. And I absolutely love it. It's my favorite mug. Yeah, she's absolutely brilliant. She's phenomenal. She's doing so well. Isn't she? Yeah. There's so many small businesses in Northern Ireland that are absolutely thriving and really nailing it at the minute. They're just doing so, so, so well. And it's lovely to see, really lovely to see, because sometimes we get a bit overlooked over here. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that's justified. I think that there are a lot of very successful small businesses here.
0: Absolutely. And just speaking of collaborations there, do you have any kind of collaborations in the works or any people like you would love to collaborate with in the future? We have
1: continued to work with Anna, sketchy mama. Yeah. She is absolutely amazing. Everything she draws just tugs at my heartstrings. So we have a Christmas collaboration coming up with her. So she is designing some sketches for our Christmas biscuits, which I cannot see. Um, So I'm really, really, really excited about that. Anybody I'd love to work with. Do you know what? I think Zara and I would work really well together <laughs> could you imagine a new mug and some brownies to have with yeah. your coffee?
0: <laughs> yeah, i sure <'cause> she <laughs> was just in London for the um, kind of like Jamie Dodger collaboration with a wee bakery, so. Ah,
1: that's fabulous.
0: And what would an average day look like for you then?
1: One of the wonderful things about being self-employed and being your own boss is after that kind of initial crazy time where I worked 14 and 15 hours a day, <laughs> we settled down into a really nice, Routine now on a really nice working week. My normal day starts with I get up about seven, um, get ready, have some breakfast, and we take the dogs for a walk. We live by the sea, so we go for a good hour of a walk by the sea and then back to the, the house. And then I would print off all the orders and then uh, we head out to the bakery. I'm still really involved in the baking, but sometimes the girls will say, Right, Lindsay, you know, shove <laughs> off, let us do this. Yeah. <laughs> you go to the admin. And then, yeah, we start the start baking. Um, so everything is made to order. Um, so sometimes people will phone up and say, can I come and collect a cake today? We don't keep stuff. We don't keep cakes made. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we bake everything to order. So, yeah, we just go through the orders, see what we need, and then we get baking. And oh. then as the day goes on, well, we always stop at 11 o'clock, is coffee time. And coffee time's great because there's always something, there's always some leftovers or something <laughs> new to try. Today it was, yes, multiser truffles. And then, so lunchtime is usually kind of about one. And again, it's just Kind of downtime, bit of catch up, and then after lunch we pack up everything that we've baked, or else we decorate the cakes. And all our deliveries quite in the afternoon. So my dad and my father-in-law are my two delivery drivers. oh they rock up in the afternoon and off they go with the the cakes and the the deliveries. And yeah, and that's it. And then kind of later in the afternoon, once the girls go home, that's when I start to do all of the admin so reply to emails reply to messages order supplies packaging all that kind of stuff so yeah and then finish up in time for tea
0: fantastic and i love that you've started to plan like for halloween and christmas and all already and to having everything so have you got anything special or well, not that your week your cookies and biscuits aren't special but have you got anything additional to them
1: so we have a couple of. We were talking about Christmas today uh, because you do need to kind of plan in advance. So we make uh, traditional Christmas cakes at Christmas,
0: okay,
1: which are actually really, really popular. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely love making them because there <laughs> is no smell like the smell of. Well, first of all, you soak your fruit in brandy, and the smell of that is just oh fabulous. <laughs> and then when the cakes are baking, the smell of baking Christmas cakes is just. It's just the smell of Christmas to me. Yeah. Um, So I absolutely love doing those. So that's a real joy. And that that gets me really buzzing for Christmas. Every year we do different little quirky things. We're we're looking at different ideas for this year, um, little Christmas pudding type things. And I might might do a Christmas pudding type cake. So we're just bouncing ideas off at the minute. Nothing's kind of set in stone yet. But yeah, there'll be there'll be lots of exciting and delicious things on the go, that's for sure.
0: Of course. And I'm so excited to see your wee Malteser cake truffles. They sound incredible.
1: They yeah. <laughs> the, the taste is pretty pretty fab, I have to say.
0: <laughs> so obviously you kind of launched last year. But do you have any idea, like, where you would like to see yourself in the future? Do you know, like, five years time, you're like a team of five people, like, you're growing so quickly, which is fantastic. So what would be the big dream for the future?
1: I don't aspire to Bumble and Goose being on a kind of a, a commercial scale. I don't aspire to having commercial mixers and conveyor belt food and on all that kind of thing, because I think that the thing that makes us so special is that everything's handmade. Mm-hmm. So while I really want us to continue to grow, and I really want people to continue to love what we make, yeah. it's really important to me that that is still handmade bakes because I think that that's different. The taste of something that's handmade is between that and something that's commercially made. It's is different, and that's not to say that that commercially made things aren't aren't delicious. Of course, they are. Yeah. But I think that that's just what kind of the vibe of Bumble and Goose is, that it's handmade with love and care by us. And I want to maintain that. So while I want us to grow, I want that to be a manageable growth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm, I'm happy with a, quite a small team. I think in the next year we'll probably take on a couple more members of staff, but that still keeps us manageable. Um, and we've expanded so much that we've had to move house to get a new, oh, wow. you know, new bakery. Um, so our new bakery, the building is about three times the size of the previous one so we've got the capacity for much more growth within that but still that everything is you know is handmade that's kind of that's what I feel that's where I feel that I want us to go
0: lovely yeah I think it's so special that you have that personal element and you're so determined to keep it you know and not just kind of oh let's just expand and get as much as we can type thing like you want to keep it super personal and special yeah
1: It's not about volume because something isn't, you know, you can pop into Marksies and you can buy a, a, you know, a a tub of brownies, but that's not the same. And it doesn't have the same behind it as something that somebody has handmade and hand packaged for you. And, you know, everything, all of our orders, pop a little handwritten note in for everybody. You know, they're just little extra special touches that we think make the difference when you're sending a gift. And, And so that's, yeah, that's something that we're definitely holding on to
0: no absolutely and just to wrap up then have you got any advice for other small businesses
1: gosh be prepared if you're starting a small business (laughs) nobody prepared me for the amount of of work involved I think I was really naive at the start and I didn't realize just how full-on how all-consuming that it would be at the very start and I think that I realized very quickly that if I didn't try to manage my time Mm -hmm. and get help it was going to burn out Appreciate that it's going to be hard. Ask for help. Ask for advice. We have no problems in asking for advice from anybody that's that's happy to share it. And we've been really, really lucky that we've had lots of people to support us and guide us. And we're on the Ulster Bank Accelerator program and they've been a really fantastic support to us as well. So yes, ask for advice, take advice, learn. And I read something recently that I thought was very, very, very true. Your boss is your customer. And I think that's absolutely, completely, 100% right. Because without your customer, you're nobody. And if you can't keep your customer happy, and if you can't meet their requirements and their standards, then you're you're doing something wrong. So, yeah, I think that those are lessons that that we've learned along the way.
0: No, I love that. Yeah, I think you're definitely right. Like whenever you start something, I don't think anybody can be truly prepared for the work. I think you're probably like, oh, do you know what? I can just... I can just potter a bite and it'll just work itself out. And then it's like, oh no.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not like that at all. And you, you can never never switch off. I haven't switched off since we started this, which is difficult because sometimes I think I'd love just a week of, you know, (laughs) somebody else to do it all. But on the other hand, I don't know that I could anymore because my business is so precious to me that I don't know that I could completely let the reins go. I mean, my my team are brilliant. They are absolutely phenomenal. They're so competent. They love what we do as much as as I do, but I think it probably is important to have some downtime
0: too that's us so thank you so much for coming on my podcast Um, it was so lovely to chat to you today and I have admired your brownies for, for feels like forever and then I sent a box actually to my friend and she messaged me straight away like these are the nicest brownies I've ever had in my life and I was like oh I need to order a box for myself now <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: that's so lovely thank you very much that's really nice to hear that
0: that was lindsay from bumble and goose isn't she so so lovely also she mentions the cake truffles and i have to say they're not out you can buy them and they look absolutely incredible so i highly recommend going over and having a look at their website if you enjoy this podcast please go over and leave us a little review wherever you listen you can let me know what you think and who you want me to chat to next and i'll see you next week with a brand new episode